Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Snow and sleet mainly well north and well west. Just a cold rain by afternoon with highs in the 30s. Partly sunny, breezy Sunday, highs mid-40s. Mike Stenifer, WTOP News. We're up to 33 degrees in our nation's capital where the time is 159. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Saturday morning, January 6th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 2 a.m. hour for you on T.O.P. Saturday. Several developing stories this weekend morning. The U.S. Supreme Court formally accepting the Colorado case in which Donald Trump is trying to stay on the ballot. The decision will affect the whole country this election year. We'll have more. Winter's first blast of 2024 will be felt in our region at least early Saturday morning with some type of mix. They wanted to take his jacket and then they tried to take his life. It's absolutely ridiculous. In Hyattsville, I'm John Dome. And Good morning. Welcome in. 2 o'clock on WT. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Stacey Lynn. A scare in the air. Thankfully, no one's seated near the window. That was from a video taken by a passenger named Elizabeth on board an Alaska Airlines flight that had to make an emergency landing after a window blew out midair. The plane had just taken off from Portland, Oregon. No one was injured. The Supreme Court will decide if former President Trump is allowed to run for office again. The high court's decision is hardly a surprise, but with a commitment to hear the case next month, whatever happens should happen quickly. CBS News legal contributor Jessica Levinson. We need to have clarity on this question of whether or not the front runner for the Republican nomination is in fact qualified to be president of the United States or if he's legally barred from being so. It's the first time the high court will consider the provision of the 14th Amendment, which bars some who engage in insurrection from holding public office. Oral arguments are set for February 8th. Peter King, CBS News. From the courts to the campaign trail, President Biden officially kicked off his re-election bid in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. I make this sacred pledge to you, the defense, protection, and preservation of American democracy will remain as it has been the central cause of my presidency. It is expected to be a messy weather weekend for 40 million people. CBS's Errol Barnett reports. For Wayne and Dean Ryder, owners of the Thunder Ridge Ski Area in Patterson, New York, fresh powder over the weekend means their snow machines can get a break. I think New York City has not had a snowstorm like this in, uh, I don't know, several years. 650 days, yeah. Ski slopes are having to adapt to the changing weather. The owners tell me that they are seeing winter snow arrive later each year. For them, that means they have to push back the days they open for the season. If it seems like everyone's sick right now, you're right. New data just released from the CDC here in Atlanta shows a majority of the country is seeing higher, very high levels of sickness right now. Nationwide, the number of people testing positive for flu jumped 18% last week. Hospital admissions for COVID jumping 20%. Dr. Sherry Drenzik with the Georgia Department of Public Health warns. It wouldn't surprise me at all that we continue to see, you know, even more increases. Flu season usually peaks in February. Sabrina Cupid for CBS News. Atlanta. And today is National Take Down the Christmas Tree Day. Yes, it did bring all sorts of holiday cheer, but it is time to take down the tinsel box up those balls and drag that dry fire hazard straight to the curb. This is CBS News. 
sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. WTOP News Time, now 203. It's Saturday morning, January 6th, 2024. We're looking at a winter storm warning for much of the region as we head towards daybreak. Cold Saturday morning, 20s and 30s for the low. We're at 35 right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your weekend morning hour. The 2 a.m. hour. Glad you're in with us this morning. Our top story this hour on WT. But you may be soon enough, depending upon where you are in the region this morning. With a wintry wonderland, will it help them later today? Not quite as much as they may have thought early on with this storm. A winter storm is expected to move later this morning through the area, bringing with it a mixed bag, as we hear from WTOP meteorologist Mike Stennerford Saturday morning. The chances for much of accumulating, in the way of accumulating snow in the immediate metro area and areas east and south is pretty low. But even as we get into the northern and western suburbs now, it looks like we might see anywhere from one to three inches across the portions of the far northern and western suburbs. But even here, we're going to see a changeover to rain in the afternoon. So pretty much going to have to get on into the Shenandoah Valley and up toward the uh, Pennsylvania line to see much in the way of accumulation. Across our area, crews have been pre-treating roads ahead of the possible wintry weather mix and whatever may come towards your area in the region that you are in. We'll keep you updated on your weather alert station here on WTLP. It's 2.04. The other big news and good news story, you can call this of the morning, a four-month-old baby locally was in the backseat of a car that was stolen in Georgetown, happened on Friday, been reunited now with her mom. Police say this morning the baby was inside a white Jeep at the time that was stolen on M Street in Northwest just after 6 p.m. Friday evening. The four-month-old baby girl was found an hour later, we're told, safe in a car seat on the front porch of a home located on 28th Street in Southeast. In the District of Columbia, we often see it as uh, of, of individuals that are the cars that are idling and individuals hop in and steal the vehicles while they're idling. It is unfortunate that a four-month child was in the backseat, regardless of of how it was done. Uh, the main thing is that the four-month child was reunited with the mom. That's D.C. Assistant Chief of Patrol Services Darnell Robinson Saturday morning. Officers continue this hour searching for the stolen car and the suspects in the case. Meantime, the search is on in another case in Hyattsville for three people involved in a shooting that sent a young teen to the hospital. This dispute involved a kid's jacket. Three teenagers were walking here on Carnaby Street, a brand new neighborhood here in Hyattsville, when three others approached and demanded one teen's jacket. The teenager refused and resisted and, and fought back trying to keep his own jacket. One of the suspects pulled out a gun and started shooting, hitting the victim once. Hyattsville Police Chief Jared Towers. is absolutely ridiculous. The three got away, at least for now, because there were a number of witnesses. Now, this street faces the backside of Northwestern High School, but it's not clear if these teens were students there. There must be students somewhere. I can't confirm that there's students here at the local high school. Um, however, I don't. I can't confirm for you why they were or were not in school today. In Hyattsville, John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP at 206. When parents get a letter home about a fight in school, say, they are often told students are being disciplined. But they don't get details beyond that. WTOP speaks this morning with Montgomery County School Superintendent about safety, policy, and follow-up. Anytime a fight breaks out, especially when students or staff are hurt, 
Montgomery County Public School Superintendent Monifa McKnight says... That is serious. That is just serious. And that's not just for the participants. Individuals who may not be impacted physically, if they observe it, they are impacted. But because of laws regarding student privacy, the wider community may not learn the specifics... McKnight said, along with discipline in the student code of conduct, there must be the opportunity for restoration in order to create a well community. Earlier this week, a fight between two students at Bethesda Chevy Chase High School was broken up by two staffers who were knocked to the ground while trying to break up that fight. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP Saturday morning at 2.07. Students with disabilities locally in Fairfax County are getting the chance now to intern at local businesses before they actually graduate. This morning, WTOP Scott Gelman tells us the program is helping the students gain confidence. You're going to be great, buddy. Hi. All right. Several times a week, Cedar Lane student Curtis Roberts takes the bus here to Brook Rental Center in Vienna. He's an intern, and as for his favorite part... In fact, it's quite easy and very beginner to get into it. A few years ago, owner James Brook got involved with the program that pairs students with disabilities with local businesses. They are learning what it's like to have a real job before they have to go out there. Curtis spends time taking inventory... Yeah. Sauce. DC sauce boat. And maintaining equipment and works with Damien, a former intern who now works here full time. It taught me how to clean stuff, how to maintain stuff. In Vienna, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Saturday morning, January 6th. Welcome into WTOP. Thanks for starting your morning with us at 208. Michael and Sons heating tune up for only $59. Michael and Sons. On WTOP, traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, guaranteed. Good morning to Ken Berger with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. Got a new incident working on northbound 395. Uh, the right central lane reported blocked just to the north of uh, Glebe Road. This is in the main lanes. Uh, traffic getting by to the left and to the right of this closure without any difficulty. Very light volume of traffic. And there are no delays on southbound 395 coming across 14th Street all the way to Springfield. And once you cross the Beltway on 295, the right on southbound 95, good despite the work zone that is just south of the Prince William Parkway. Two left lanes are block traffic getting by to the right. Our earlier delays pretty much all cleared out, though there is a brief slowdown past this work zone. After that, the ride south past Fredericksburg and all the way to the south is doing well, and there are no issues on the northbound side of 95, leaving Fredericksburg heading up to Springfield. The one work zone on the Capitol Beltway is on the west side of the inner loop, north of the toll road, or just south of the toll road to just north of the Georgetown Pike. The left lane is blocked and often on closures along the far right side of the inner loop near the American Legion Bridge. In Maryland, all lanes are clear on the Capitol Beltway. No active work zones reported and no accidents reported. No troubles on 95 or 295 between the two beltways. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Mostly cloudy skies this early morning. Temperatures by sunrise in the 20s to around 30. Now, after sunrise, we're going to see snow and sleet coming in from the southwest and south, mainly rain across southern Maryland. This will move northward as we go through the morning hours. By afternoon, there looks like a cold rain from most of the region, so not much in the way of any accumulation of snow, maybe some light accumulations north and west are highs only in the 30s. By Sunday, partly sunny skies and breezy highs mid-40s. Mike Stennifer, WTOP News.
Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money News at 10 and 40 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The Justice Department may be close to filing a sweeping antitrust case against Apple. The New York Times reports the agency is looking at how Apple uses its hardware and software to make it harder for people to ditch its devices and for rivals to compete. Apple shares fell, extending their worst start to a year since 2019. The decline has erased about $177 billion in value and is jeopardizing Apple's status as the world's most valuable stock. Elsewhere on Wall Street, a narrowly positive session. The Dow Industrials climbed 26, the S&P 500 rose 9, the Nasdaq was up 14. Netflix has long used video games as a way to keep people coming back, even after they're done binging their favorite shows. Now, Dow Jones says Netflix may look to make money on games, either by charging for them directly or through in-app purchases. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. As veterans, we're no strangers to helping others. That's what we were taught, service before self. But we do have one question for the veterans listening. When is the last time you reached out for help? If you or someone you know needs resources, whether it's for stress, finances, employment, or mental health, don't wait. Reach out. Find more information at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. This is McGruff the Crime Dog, and I need you to help me take a bite out of crime. Counterfeit products are popping up everywhere. If you think buying them is harmless, think again. Counterfeits are usually made with hazardous and even lethal ingredients that could harm you and others. And the money you paid, it goes right into the hands of criminals. Remember, if you don't know where the products came from, how could you know where the money goes? You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Learn more at McGruffPSA.org. This message is brought to you by the United States Patent and Trademark Office and the National Crime Prevention Council. This is WTOP News. President Joe Biden speaking near Valley Forge as the three-year anniversary of January 6th comes today. We all know who Donald Trump is. The question we have to answer is, who are we? That's what's at stake. Who are we? And the U.S. Supreme Court now will be hearing oral arguments, we're told, in about a month on whether or not Donald J. Trump should be on the ballot nationwide this year. This morning, CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane joins our Dimitri Sotis with the biggest developments in Trump's January 6th legal cases on the third anniversary of this insurrection. These two critical and unprecedented legal battles that are going to happen in close proximity to the three-year mark of January 6th. It's kind of coincidental, the timing, but Tuesday, oh, by the way, on the fifth floor of the federal courthouse here in Washington, right down the street from the Capitol, an appeals court's going to decide whether a U.S. president is immune from prosecution if he or she commits crimes doing official acts or other acts of office. That is a remarkable 
argument they're going to hear. And Trump's likely going to be here in town. So get ready for the traffic Tuesday. And then the Supreme Court has decided the second week of February to hear a landmark argument over whether he can be banned from the ballot in Colorado because of the insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment. And these types of things happen once, not just in a lifetime, but potentially in American history. And they just happen to be happening a few weeks away from the three-year mark of that horrible tragedy in our city. Should people be surprised, Scott, that many hundreds of suspects related to January 6th have not yet been caught and prosecuted? I actually heard from a Justice Department prosecutor, a a former (laughs) Justice Department prosecutor, no longer with the agency, that he's surprised they've already gotten through 1,200 cases, that he would have expected only three years later them to be much further behind in catching all the people and prosecuting all the people who were there January 6th. So it's a long way of saying no. It's no surprise there are dozens, if not hundreds, more arrests to come. This is the largest criminal prosecution and largest criminal investigation in U.S. history. It's actually moving pretty nimbly, according to former feds. And I understand that some of the people kind of pouring over the video and looking at evidence are not necessarily getting paid for it or even uh, federal government employees. There are volunteers throughout the world that just sit in front of their computers every night and look look over things. Yeah, the Department of Justice is getting some help from citizens who are policing this in their own way, looking for faces in the many, many pieces of video, trying to deduce or determine who those people are and then tip the FBI toward making the arrest. And it's really something, Dimitri. It's been three years and it's still sinking into folks. This may be also the most photographed crime in American history. Everybody had a phone. Everybody had a social media account popping on that day. And there are 44,000 hours of capital surveillance video, too, which the Speaker of the House is trying to post. In our final seconds, how have we reached a stage in which a number of Americans actually believe January 6th was launched by the FBI, which is completely false? There is a steady diet of misinformation if you go looking for it and if you want to stay in a certain echo chamber where it exists. Donald Trump is still making baseless claims. Republicans in Congress, some of them are echoing it. It gets in the bloodstream. And right now, that's what President Biden's trying to combat with that speech in Pennsylvania. CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane on WTOP. Quick look at the top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. Locally, a four-month-old baby who was inside a car stolen from Georgetown's M Street found safe and sound. The weather topping the news this morning locally. Snow and sleet expected in parts of our area starting later this morning around 7 on Saturday morning. We'll keep you updated on your weather alert station. And recapping, the Supreme Court agrees to hear former President Trump's appeal of the Colorado ruling that he's not qualified to be on the presidential ballot. More in just minutes. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Can you eat whatever you want if you run five miles a day? I'm Cooper Lawrence, health and wellness expert, and this is all well and good. A new study finds that you can be thin but still unhealthy. Famously known as skinny fat, researchers say you can look great on the outside, but if you eat fast food and unhealthy foods regularly, you likely have more visceral fat. That's the scary fat layer wrapped around your organs. Even if you run 30 miles a week but regularly eat fast food for dinner or your kitchen is stocked with chips and cookies and soda, exercise cannot reverse the effects of a bad diet. Visceral fat causes stroke and heart attack and explains why you're surprised when somebody in great shape dies at a young age. Doctors say chances are their diet was the culprit. I'm Cooper Lawrence, and this is all well and good. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. 
in Prince George's County. Watch out for crash activity on the Beltway. It's on both shoulders of the inner loop right past Allentown Road. Try to be getting by this without too much difficulty. However, you will notice the activity on the shoulders. So just uh, keep, in, keep that in mind. The outer loop is unaffected on the uh, Beltway as you make your way across the uh, Wilson Bridge past the Pennsylvania Avenue interchange heading up the east side past 95 and all the way to 270. Once you cross into Virginia on the Beltway's outer loop, there are no issues on the inner loop in Virginia. However, you have the left lane blocked because of rehabilitation activities. This is between the Dulles Toe Road and the Georgetown Pike. And then north of there, as you make the approach to the Legion Bridge on the inner loop, we've got the reported maintenance activity over on the far right shoulder, possibly crowding that far right lane. This is a mobile cruiser, so beware of that mobile work zone. Southbound 95 in Virginia, just after the Prince William Parkway. The two left lanes are blocked because of road work. The right lane only is getting by. There is a very brief delay as traffic rolls very gingerly past that work zone. However, once you pass the work zone, the ride to and through Fredericksburg doing well, and there are no issues on the northbound side of 95, leaving Fredericksburg heading up to the Springfield Interchange. Had an incident on northbound 395 north of Glebe Road in the right center lane. That's been cleared, so all lanes are now open both sides of 395 between Springfield and the 14th Street Bridge with no congestion. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. We're seeing a good deal of cloud cover here on the early morning hours, and that will stay with us as we have low pressure coming our way. By sunrise, temperatures in the 20s to around 30. Later today, snow and sleet rolls in from the south to southwest and changes over to rain fairly quickly, not much in the way of any of accumulation. Highs only in the 30s. Mike Stenner for WTOP News. Wheelchairs for Warriors serves those who served us. We provide custom-fit wheelchairs for veterans and first responders injured in the line of duty. When they are denied the services they deserve, we stand in the gap. To join the mission and support America's heroes, you can visit our website at wheelchairsforwarriors.org. We are a 501c3 organization and part of the combined federal campaign. Visit wheelchairsforwarriors.org. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Um, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. Navigating, without a compass, eyes waiting, started to wander. Metamorphosis, loss of who you thought you is. When your kid can't find the language, help him find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. If there's a story you need to know about, you'll hear it on WTOP. A new study has ranked the safest cars for your teen driver. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Several big problems on the Beltway. Looks like rain will be moving in later today. Good news on gas prices may be just down the road. When you want to know, you know you'll hear it on WTOP News. I heard it on WTOP. 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 WTOP News. Facts matter. 
This is WTOP News. Back to work now for Virginia state lawmakers in the coming days. WTOP's Nick Ionelli, Saturday morning reports. The General Assembly will be facing a divided government. With Democrats now in control of Virginia's House of Delegates and Senate, they can push through pretty much any legislation they want, but they will get resistance from Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. What that means is that the things that will get done will largely be the things that they can actually agree on. Things like spending more to improve Virginia's mental health infrastructure. Virginia political analyst Bob Holsworth. You'll see some agreement on economic development and workforce development issues. But there will be disagreements. Democrats have spoken out against Youngkin's proposal to lower income taxes as the state's sales tax. And Democrats have said they'll pass bills tightening gun laws, which would likely be vetoed by Youngkin. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Well, Democrats might have taken control of Virginia's General Assembly during last year's elections, but that apparently is not impacting, at least right now, how Virginians are feeling about the Republican governor. Governor Glenn Youngkin has a higher job approval rating this morning as of December than he did in January of last year at this time. A new survey by the Mason-Dixon Polling and Strategy puts Youngkin's approval rating at 58 percent, two percentage points higher, actually, than his approval rating in the beginning of 2023. The poll of 625 Virginia voters was done right after Governor Youngkin joined Caps and Wizards owner Ted Leonsis and Alexandria's mayor to announce that proposed $2 billion deal that would move the pro sports teams across the Potomac. So how quickly would that deal to bring the Caps and Wiz to Potomac Yard be approved? Alexandria's mayor on this, Justin Wilson, this morning telling WTLP there are still several steps to take. The city is going to have to make uh, decisions on the agreements with Monumental, with the Commonwealth, with the landowner, JBG. Um, the city is also going to have to make a land use decision, um, deciding about the, the use of the land. Um, that's our normal kind of land use process. And so we'll make those decisions over the next year. Um, the General Assembly is going to have to create the stadium authority. That's Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson. Students with disabilities in Fairfax County getting a chance now to intern at local businesses before they actually graduate. The program is helping the students gain confidence. You're going to be great, buddy. Several times a week, Cedar Lane student Curtis Roberts takes the bus here to Brook Rental Center in Vienna. He's an intern, and as for his favorite part... In fact, that's quite easy and very beginner to get into it. A few years ago, owner James Brook got involved with the program that pairs students with disabilities with local businesses. They are learning what it's like to have a real job before they have to go out there. Curtis spends time taking inventory... Yeah. Sauce. DC sauce boat. And maintaining equipment and works with Damien, a former intern who now works here full time. It taught me how to clean stuff, how to maintain stuff. In Vienna, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. We're told that other students are working right now at places locally, such as Dollar Tree, Panera Bread, and Vienna Salon. <laughs> you are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. The Wizards went 0 for Cleveland, losing 114-90 to to the Cavaliers to lose both road games this week by a combined 69 points. But Wes Unsell Jr. took heart in his team, forcing a season-high 23 turnovers. Yeah, I thought it was much better. And that was the challenge for the last you know, day and a half was regardless of whether we put the ball in the hole or not. But defensively, in this particular in that first half, I thought we were really good. And that was very promising. Just some of the things, not only schematically, but just the energy, the effort, the purpose. I thought we took 
more pride in what we're trying to do across the board. The Capitals fared no better at home, giving up six unanswered goals in a 